Welcome to Blueprint of Fate. My name is Ken Primus. I am your host on this journey into the Word of God, which is also called the Word of Fate. I've been a teacher of the Word for over 30 years. I was a pastor of Abundant Grace Ministries, and now I travel the world teaching the Word of God. According to the Word, without faith, it's impossible to please God. By faith, we understand. The Bible also goes on to say that the just shall live by faith, for we walk by faith and not by sight. By faith we believe that the universe was made. We are justified by faith. Fight the good fight of faith. At this podcast, we're going to talk about what really is faith, how we get it, how do we develop it, how to use it, so that we can receive the 8,810 promises of God, 7,487 of them being promises made by God to His beloved man. Welcome to my morning rant. I wanted to continue the topic about the current situation of the church and what's happening in the church as we see these pastors begin to behave in ways that is uh, really different from what uh, Christ had taught about. Uh, some of the topics that I wanted to look at, I actually took some of their words yesterday and began to read these gentlemen's words. And uh, I brought to you scriptures that the Bible tells us that we shall know them by their fruit. And we ought to pay attention to that because their fruit basically uh, tells us how they behave. I wanted to go into a little more about uh, a principle that God had talked about. Jesus said in the word of God. And so I want to point to you the word. I don't want this to be my opinion, but I want to line up what these guys are saying according to what the word states. And, um, so the argument then will be with the word and not me. I am simply pointing it out so that you can see for yourself and that you can then begin to ask them the questions as they, they begin to behave certain ways because Jesus said you shall know them by their fruit. The topics that I want to co cover are the topics that we are seeing out in the world today, racism, uh, the abortion issue, this new thing that is called critical race theory, which is simply racism uh, covered, and the fact that people wanting to uh, point out the behavior of the church. And um, we're going to talk, uh, I'm going to mention a little about divorce, the violence and, and the hate that we're seeing. Um, I'm actually talking about uh, recently about the Trump re-election. And then I've mentioned before COVID, but I wanted to uh, talk about these things again. And these are the things I'll try and take and break down a behavior of the church. And um, we will go from there. So of the principles that God, uh, that Jesus talks about and the Bible talks about, he says in the book of Luke, and you can go there and look for yourself and you'll see, because um, again, I wanted to point you out straight to the scriptures. Uh, you'll see it in Luke uh, 6, 45. You'll also see that in, in Matthew uh, 12, 34, it says, out of the heart, the mouth speaks. And so uh, I wanted to go into that a little more, especially in, from Luke chapter 6, verses 45. It says, a man brings good things out of good stored up in his heart. 
and an evil man brings evil things, the evil stored up in his heart. For the mouth speaks, the heart is full of. And so I had uh, brought to you an article that I read about the Christian author Josh McDowell apologized for comments made about blacks and minority families. I mentioned that yesterday. But um, based on this particular uh, scripture, and see that this is who this man is. For out of the abundance of the heart he speaks, because he spoke in front of a group of Christians, a Christian organization, and he had the courage enough to speak from his heart. The thing that he apologized is just because he, uh, other people made him feel a certain way about his, his belief system, what he believed. They may, um, uh, from reading the article, uh, you know, he may, he may have been caught, as they say. And so, because he's been exposed of who he truly is in his heart, then it tells me that he is, according to the scripture in Luke's chap- chapter 6, verses 4, four tells me then who he is. And so it's the same with the other pastor, uh, Luke, uh, whatever his name is, uh, uh, that talks about Trump and all these other pastors out there that are talking, Greg Lockie. And I can go on and on. I think there's another one, uh, uh, this woman, I can't even remember her name, but she was one of them that was out there prophesying that Trump was going to win the election and all of these type stuff. And I showed you from the scripture that um, in according to the book of Ezekiel, chapter 13, verses 6 to 10, that the God never sent them to spoke, speak anything, but that they were hoping that he would, that what they spoke would come true. And God says, he, he says, I am against you, declare the Lord, because these people are going and say that God said, and God did not say. And I spoke to you about, uh, um, and I, I mentioned a little about the government that God put in place. And we see that in Romans chapter 13, verses 1, when it says, let everyone be subject to the governing authority. That means everyone. That means Christian, non-Christian, born again, spirit-filled, tongue-talking, you name it. You call it. It says everyone means everyone. For there is no authority except that which God has established. So the authority that exists have been established by who? By God. Biden is in there because God put him in there. And so Trump was in there because God put him in there. And so our responsibility as to the church is to pray for the men and women that God has put into authority so that we can uh, be protected and uh, through that. And then it tells us that God is honored by that and he's happy that we are, um, that we submit to the government. And uh, these guys are complaining about how they are treated, but they were not treated the way that the first Christians were treated under the Roman authority. Yet God said to them that they ought to submit themselves under the Roman authority. And we know how the Roman authority uh, uh, behaved and how they persecuted the Christians. And how the, but uh, God still told them to submit unto them, to be obedient unto them. Uh, he, I give you, uh, there's an example of Matthew 22 verses 17 to 27 uh, to 22 and 
these men came to Jesus and asked him about taxes. And they came to him and says, tell us what you think about paying taxes. Is it lawful to pay taxes to Caesar? And Jesus responds to these, these people, these wicked men, as Jesus perceived their wickedness and said, why do you test me, you hypocrites? Uh, uh, show me who, uh, who, the, who the, the money, show me the tax money. And, and they said, they give him a denarius and he says, who's in, whose image is on there? And what does the description says? He says, give unto Caesar what belongs to Caesar. But the point is here that these men were evil. He, they were wickedness. And they were, if you see, they, they were uh, uh, church people. And the Pharisees and the Sadducees and all these things, these were the enemies of Jesus Christ. It wasn't the people. It was the church. And so the church comes to Jesus and and begins to question him about uh, the authority. Should we be obedient to the authority? And Jesus plainly states to them, he says, be obedient to the authority. Because the Bible tells us what Jesus preaches. You know, Jesus that was born in Bethlehem, he teaches a different gospel than this um, white nationalist Christianity that is out there. Because Jesus of Bethlehem talks about us being peacemakers in Matthew 5, 9. And you see these men and women behaving in violence. They speak with violent. As I said, no, he said, uh, the Jesus that was born in Bethlehem, he said in his word, he says that to love your enemies. And so... Um, the the mandate that Jesus of, of Nazareth give, press this Jesus that these guys are worshiping, I don't know where he was born, but I know about the Jesus of Nazareth that talks about, you know, uh, the, 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 the blessed are the peacemakers and all these type stuff. I know the difference. I know about the difference about the Jesus that talks about loving your enemies. I know about that Jesus, but I don't know where this Jesus was that these guys talk about, this blonde-haired Jesus and blue-eyed Jesus who they worship and carry cross and, and beat up people in the name of Christianity. That's a different Jesus. And so that God, um, you know, he sanctioned that type of behavior, but the God that I serve and the God of the Bible he taught, he sanctions a different behavior. And so we have to then begin to question what these guys are talking about. Because the early Christian, as I said, God commanded them to be, uh, uh, um, to the Roman Empire. And we know how the Roman Empire treated the, the, the early Christians. So I haven't seen that the American government has treated them like the Roman Empire treated the Christians. And so I don't understand their complaints. Another thing that I have, I'm having some difficulty with is that, uh, uh, they are now claiming, uh, um, about, uh, this critical race theory and fighting. This is one of the issues that, um, Josh McDonald and his group identify as having, uh, uh, a, a threat against the church. And so I'm, I'm fascinated by that because I, from my studies, I saw that the church had sanctioned slavery. I see that the church, uh, one of the things about uh, the Azusa Street revival is about the church uh, coming in where a black man was being used by the Holy Spirit to to educate the, the world about speaking in tongues and, and about the power of God. If you go back in 
and look at his church at the time in in Azusa Street, um, Mr. Seymour's church, see the correlation of people that were there in his church. There were black, white, Chinese, everyone that was together and worshiping God did not worry about skin color. Why? Because we are all under, we are all children of God. I did not hear these men that are the white nationalist church. I did not hear a word from them when, uh, when Trump was in, 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 in power and he was treating the Mexicans, uh, people that are of God because the Bible tells us that God, for God so loved the world. I assume then that Mexico and the Mexican people is a part of this world that the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob talks about. I'm not sure what God this uh, these people in the white nationalist church is talking about. But my reference, uh, my frame of reference, is about this God that is in the Bible. And I know that they are familiar with the King James Version because they talk about it and they walk around in church from it. Sometimes, from what I hear, they open that King James Version in their churches, their white nationalist churches, to read from about this God that tells us that we are not to kill, we are not to murder, we are not to uh, uh, do all of these things that he dictated for us to do. So I assume that they are familiar with the preaching and the teaching of God the Father, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, and as of Jesus Christ that was born in Bethlehem. So because I assume that they are familiar with this, I then have to ask about them, about how are they behaving when it comes to race. I believe that the current situation that is happening outside of the world and the problem with racism, abortion, critical race theory, divorce, violent uh, hatred, the COVID vaccine madness that they're doing, all emanates from the church. For the Bible tells us that the uh, spirits, the evil spirits, uh, principalities, powers, and kingdom, and all of those things, they rule the world from the spiritual realm. And the church was placed in here to make sure that they are standing up against that spiritual realm. For the gates of hell shall not prevail against the church. Jesus of Nazareth, the one that was born in Bethlehem, that's what he had said. So my assumption, and I believe that because the church is having all of these problems within itself, within the body, that they do not have any power to speak to those situations that are happening into the world. And I believe that the world mirrors the behavior that is of the church because everything emanates from the spiritual realm. The behavior, the mentality, the Bible teaches that, tells us that the heart, the spirit of man is corrupt above all things. It tells us that when we fell in the Garden of uh, of Eden, that something happened to a cellular level. We were affected, and God instituted now the church to be able to be a light to the world, because the Bible tells us that we are we were 
plucked out from a kingdom of darkness into the kingdom of his dear son and their principles that govern each kingdom, each behavior, each mentality. I've done a study about how the king of this world, how he controls the citizenry a world of the kingdom of darkness. I'm doing a study about Jesus Christ, how he his king, how what he does for the citizenry that is in the kingdom of his his kingdom. We talked about him coming and die for his citizens, sacrificing his life for his citizens. We talk about how he loved his 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 um, his citizens, and so we have to face these things about these men's behavior and and make sure that you are know the truth because the bible says the truth shall set you free and so we have to look at these men and we're going to spend the time um i talked about the government that first i wanted you guys to see the scripture tells us to submit to the government it tells us in first peter 2 13 to 15 that the holy spirit tells us that who submit that we are to su- submit to all forms of government every form Every one of them. So, because as we submit to them, it pleases God. And that as we please God, it tells us why. Because God doesn't want these foolish people to talk about us, about his kingdom. But these men and their deceptive behavior is in question. And it's simply based on a principle that is spoken of in the scriptures. And it tells us that out of the abundance of man's heart, one speaks. And so then if it's out of the abundance of a man's heart that he speaks, I want to then uh, uh, put to your, bring to your attention that these men that are speaking the way they are is because of who they are. And now this man, Josh McDonald, apologizes because he's exposed and people begin to see who he is. And now, but behind his the closed doors, and when he speaks to people and how he is, his being, he is exactly what he spoke about initially before he started apologizing. The same goes for every single one of those other guys. Uh, every one of those pastors that stood up and preached about God, uh, about Trump and, and all this crazy nonsense. And so you have to watch them because Jesus said you'll know them by their fruit. So I'm going to continue talking about this because it seems to be the things that is going down, but I'm going to break them up. I'm going to talk about the racism. I'm going to talk about the abortion because the abortion, I'll give you an example. The statistic states that 51% of the church are divorced. Marriages within the church are, are, end up in divorce. The statistics also states that 51% of the world's marriages outside the church is 51%. So I am telling you guys that the behavior of the world mirrors the behavior of the church. The world is toxic and and in this form because the church is toxic in that same form and the bible tells us that god says that judgment will begin in his house so we have to keep an eye on the church because god is going to make sure that his name stands forever and his word is true because it says it never changed but i'll leave you with this luke 6:45 states a good man brings good things out of the good that is stored up, stored up 
in his heart, who he is. And an evil man brings evil things out of his heart, stored up, that is stored up in his heart. That's who he is. For out of the mouth speaks what the heart is full of. These guys are full of hatred. They're racist. They are evil in every way. So we need to line them up with the word of God. Beautiful about it. I'll see you tomorrow. Thank you for coming to Blueprint of Faith. And remember, every child of God overcomes the world. For our faith is the victorious power that triumphs over the world. So be not weary, but imitate them who through faith and patience inherit the promises of God. Again, thank you for coming by. Please subscribe, and if you can, support us financially. We deeply appreciate it. You can do this by hitting the heart button. Until next time, invite your family, friends, neighbors, church, study group, and even people you don't like. You can hear us on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Apple Music, iHeartRadio, CastBox, Overcast, and many more.